Hello, and welcome to our third episode of Sweet Tea and D&D. Yeah, uh, a podcast where we discuss the lore and legends of D&D, as well as our personal experiences, dungeon masters, and players, all while drinking sweet tea. I'm one of your hosts, Zach, and... And I'm <laughs> Jamie. Killing it, says My our God. producer. I don't know, can this pick you up from there? Just a smidgen? Do you cut yourself out? He sounds Lame. like an angelic whisper from above. <laughs> or that demon on your shoulder. No, that guy has a Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. We'll talk about that later. When we cover demons. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's name is Beals. He sits on my shoulder. Yeah. Uh, so uh, today I'm going to be talking about ghosts and Ooh. spoopy. And Jamie will be talking about... Zombies. Uh, What's in your head? Oh, uh, she's dead. Now. Oh man! I keep bringing up dead people. What's wrong? With them? No, he's still alive. Never mind. But it's she's. Halloween. It's Halloween. It's spooky. Think of the dead, and remember them fondly. Wow. I'm gonna be talking about ghosts, which can be found on page 147 of the Monster Manual. Uh, they are uh, the souls of once living creatures bound to haunt a specific location, creature, or object that held significance in their life. So, as a quick question, what would you haunt if you were to die? today McAllister's <laughs> <laughs> hands down McAllister's my Mr. Coffee Tea Maker no I'm just kidding we're not, we're not that we're not struggling that bad I hope um, uh, I don't someone asked me that before I've actually been asked that question before if I died where would I haunt my friends suck no one ever asked me that. <laughs> well I, I hang out with a paranormal investigator I've gone on ghost hunts so they're gonna be have. in an event in a library in town which I won't say which library because we're being recorded right now and they're listening but, uh, yeah, there's a group it's in, in the town. It's in the South. It's in the South. Uh, <laughs> but no, other than McAllister's, what would it, what would it be? I don't know. Cause it'd have to be a place you're going to hang around forever. And I can't think of a place that I like that much. Like, I don't know. Unless it was like my childhood home, maybe like where a place where I feel real safe. So maybe a movie theater. So at least I'm entertained. Popcorn machine the of a movie place, theater. The place that I did the paranormal investigation was at an old movie theater. There I go. I'm going to haunt a movie theater. And I'm just going to throw... Oh, I'm going to shush everyone who's laughing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Instead of booing, I'll just be... Shh. And you deactivate cell phones. Yeah. We were at the local theater this weekend to watch Venom, which was all right. And... Uh, <laughs> Don't leave mean comments about that. But uh, they had... Ooh, symbiotes. That would be a fun D&D topic. Talk about that in a future episode, if I remember. Uh, but they we watched a woman talk to the manager about her nearly raw burger. Oh, gosh. That was scary. It was pinker than... It was red. It no was pink. Red. It was yeah. red on the inside. Yeah. And it's dark in the theater when you eat that. And, and she I, ate about three quarters of it. Three quarters of a raw oh, burger. Oh, gosh. Like, I felt oh, so bad for her. You're going to need... To get your stomach pumped. That this was an interesting detour that we took. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Make sure you cur- thoroughly cook your meat. If I was paying attention, I would Google the proper temperature to cook ground beef, but uh, it's let's just say 160. It's like 160-ish. Don't take yeah. our word for it. Google it yourself. Uh, <laughs> so, on the topic of ghosts, which are not haunting your hamburger patties, uh, they are, uh, again, souls, once living creatures, on a specific location, creature or object. I would be the popcorn machine in the movie theater. Jamie would be her personal home. Or, what was the other one? McAllister's. McAllister's, yeah. yeah. The tea dispenser. Uh, ooh. May your tea always be cold. I had such an inappropriate joke that was on my lips. I was like, no, don't say There's it. There's no such thing here. So, uh, they are ghosts which have unfinished business, and they yearn to complete their task from their past life. 
Uh, they can either avenge their death. You can set it up however you want at your discretion. Uh, they could fulfill an oath, relay a message to a loved one, which would, that would be the worst reason to stay behind, or, or continue its research of whatever it was doing before. Uh, some ghosts don't even know they died. Now, I'm going to be the one who <laughs> dies and haunts my fucking research lab. <laughs> what are you That's doing? What I Answering science. Mysteries. Responding to undergrads. <laughs> and emails all day long. <laughs> yep, that's my life now. Uh, <laughs> shoot me. So, uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. It may not have known it has died. I could be a ghost. We don't know. Uh, it, and it's just staying in an area until it resolves its business. Um, some of them just want to ruin your day out of spite. Some of them could be friendly, like Casper. Who has a very dark backstory? Super. Yeah, uh, there's a. And that's why we drink episode about that. Surprise! Shout out to, and that's why we drink. We love yeah. your podcast. Don't ever hear. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so the surest way to rid your area ghost is sage and salt. No, I'm just kidding. It's resolving their business, getting up in their business, and figuring out their business, and then solving their shit. So, did they forget to file their taxes? Do they have a message they want to pass on? Were they doing research? Did they get murdered? They're not a revenant. They're a ghost. See the last episode for that shit. Uh, so, uh, you can also invoke their weaknesses of their former life. So, for example, if someone died in a kinky incident where they were strangled to death, strangle them again. They'll die faster. Uh, if they were tortured to death, strap them up. And t- this is a lot of S&M shit. Uh, yeah, torture them, strangle them, stab them in the heart, whatever it takes to help them reenact their death. Um... They are also capable of doing ghostly manifestations, so they can evoke feelings of loneliness, unfulfilled yearnings, wow, this is like a graduate student, uh, and sadness in haunted areas. They can also cause strange sounds or unnatural silences. They can even create their own cold spots. Uh, they can produce horrible stenches and even resurrect recently deceased corpses. This is exactly like, like a graduate yeah. student. We're all studying necromancy, I mean. Uh, <laughs> They have no control over these manifestations and might not even know again that they're doing them. Uh, they do not require air, food, drink, or sleep because they are undead. Grad students either. We just consume alcohol until it's all we caffeine. die. Caffeine, caffeine and alcohol. alcohol. You get your uppers, you get your downers, and you never sleep. And you just are dead inside. <laughs> yeah. The ghost uh, appearance is whatever they looked like in their past lives. So what? I mean, what do they look like when they died? So that's up really to you to describe how they appear. Um, they should be spooky creatures that hover or fly, uh, though we'll go into how they possess creatures so they can stand on solid ground, and they can appear as corporeal as you see fit as the DM. Statistically, or their stats, are uh, an ACA of 11. Uh, the book gives them a starting hit point value of 45, but it can increase up to 80 if you take the maximum roll. Uh, they can fly and hover at a speed of 40 feet. Uh, they have pretty decent charisma saves with a plus three, and then they're really bad at strength with a negative two. Uh, the rest of them are zero and one, so not really important. I mean, they're important, but you know what I mean. Uh, they have a crap ton of dev- damage resistances, uh, acid, fire, lightning, thunder, bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing from non-magical attacks. So they're pretty tough for a party that doesn't have magic weapons. Uh, they're, or a large group of casters, uh, they are immune to cold, necrotic, and poison damage, and they are immune to being charmed, exhaustion, frightening, or frightened, uh, grapple, uh, paralysis, petrification, poison, knocked prone, or being restrained, as they are incorporeal and can be like, nah, bro, and just phase through that shit. Uh, 
They have 60 feet of dark vision, and they can also see 60 feet into the material plane when on the... Oh, they can see 60 feet into the ethereal plane when on the material plane, and vice versa. Uh, they have a passive perception of 11, so they can see things, but not really well. They know any languages they knew in their past life, and they are a CR4 creature, uh, meaning they have about a 1,000 XP. Uh, they also have incorporeal movement, meaning they can move through solid objects as if it's difficult terrain. And from memory, I think, ooh, yeah, spooky. Pass through that table like it's not there. Uh, I believe that's half speed when moving through those objects. However, if they end their turn in that object, they take uh, 1d10 force damage. Um, their go-to attack is called Withering Touch, which is a plus 5 to hit with a reach of 5. And it does a whopping 46 plus 3 necrotic damage. Um, they can also swap between the ethereal and material planes at will and are invisible when they are on the ethereal plane to those on the material plane or vice versa. So they can move across the planes as they see fit, avoiding their enemies at will. Uh, their face can scar you forever if you fail to save. That is, uh, they have a horrifying visage skill or, uh, power, which allows them to scare you with a DC 13 charisma save. Uh, by just looking at their dumb faces. Uh, if you fail this save by five or more, you age 1d4 times 10 years. Which sucks if you're an Aarakocra, because you could die right then and there for fun. Um, that is insane. I've used them, and I killed a character with one. I'll bring that back in a moment. So, um, let's see... A frightened creature can repeat the save. At the, oh, you're, you're, if you were, do not fail the save by five, you are considered frightened for one minute. Uh, if you, you can repeat the save at the end of your turn. And if they are successful, they are immune to the effect uh, for the next 24 hours. And uh, if they have been aged forward, they can be it can be reversed with a greater restoration spell. But it must be done in 24 hours. Uh Possession. They do that. Uh, one humanoid that the ghost can see within five feet of it, so it's got to be up close and personal. Uh, it must make a DC 13 charisma save. If it fails, the ghost possesses its body. Uh, the ghost retains its wisdom, charisma, and intelligence modifiers. However, the uh, stats, uh, like physical stats, belong to the creature. Uh, they don't take their knowledge, class features, or proficiencies, but they gain their weapons and attack bonuses. Um, the ghost can't be targeted while inside this possessed body uh though it unless it's turned undead so anything else doesn't affect it it hits the creature that it has possessed uh the creature inside or the mind of the creature inside is completely aware of its situation though it has no control over its actual body and it can last until the ghost dismisses it as a bonus action or if the body drops to zero hit points. Uh, if that happens, the ghost appears five feet away from the previously possessed body. Um, on a success or after being possessed from the save, uh, on a successful save or after being possessed, it is immune to this effect for 24 hours. So once it's cycled through all the things it can possess in the area, it's out of things to possess. Uh, it does have a recharge die of six. So that what that means is every turn you may roll the recharge die, which is a d6. If you land on a six, it gains the skill back. So it cannot do this every turn. But it does take an action to possess, bonus action to dispel it. So tactics on this also kind of came for, or also came from the monster no, uh, the monsters no by uh, Keith Amon. Uh, they're kind of 
story specific more than anything so if you're looking at a ghost it can be a good ghost or a bad ghost like i said sometimes they just don't know they died so you can you can either explain that to them i don't suggest that or you can assist them with whatever they're looking for if they don't know they're dead they're probably pretty peaceful but if they get protective they will fight back uh they would probably or i would suggest using the withering touch to kind of keep them away um as for the horrifying visage uh, if you use that to begin with, it's great to scare those away from whatever object or area you're haunting. Uh, so if that's something you might use the first turn while controlling a ghost, after that, why bother? You can use it every turn, but it's pointless. It doesn't cost damage if you're trying to kill your players, which, I mean, really all DMs are. Uh, you should play the ghost to its backstory, though. So if it's a good ghost, don't be a dick about it. Be nice about it. Uh, ghosts always ask for consent when they're good. As you always should. Uh, <laughs> what? Always ask for consent. Uh, and then um, evil ghosts don't give a fuck about your personal space or body privileges, so they'll just take it over whenever they want to. Uh, so once they've done that, they'll go all out until the body they're in drops to zero hit points. And then uh, they'll take their rage out on anybody they see fit or in their area if they have a goal in mind, which is to kill someone or to just protect their location. Uh, if you are playing as a ghost, I would recommend taking the strongest character in the party or in the area as they are more useful when it comes to taking damage out on your players uh, remember that they can uh, they have etherealness meaning they can hop in between and in and out of the ethereal plane though they can't do that while they are in a body to my knowledge technically doesn't state they can't so fuck it just go into the ethereal plane if you want to uh, you can pop there, avoid attacks for as long as you have movement. You can end your turn on the ethereal plane and then pop back in the beginning. This gives you a great opportunity to scare your players, particularly if they're kicking the ass of a ghost. You might want to pop in and out as often as you can and then possess something. Remember that you must be within five feet of the creature you're possessing. I have personally used ghosts, and I did kill a character with one just by looking at him. So, uh... That was a great story. It was a great one. I made a pun out of a whole session which was called a ghost ship and there was uh, we were on a sea adventure for the beginning of our campaign that's how i got the players to get to know each other on a ship because they can't go anywhere else uh and so while on this ship we come across another one we have a very greedy captain who will do anything for a quick buck even if it means getting on a creepy spooky ship spooky ship so um in doing so, uh, the crew goes on board, finds a bunch of worthless junk, and particularly they find an entire crew murdered by one mean or another, whether they were strangled, whether they were stabbed in the chest, whether they were, um, uh, I think I had cut open in the chest, all, all stabbed in the heart, all sorts of ways of death. And gross. so as they were walking through, I described how each of these creatures died so that I could link it back to their weakness in the future. I mean, and guess who wasn't paying attention to any of that bullshit? All of the players. <laughs> all, every, all five of them didn't give a flying fuck. It was great. So... While they were on the ship, two additional crewmen stepped aboard who were the big fighters just in case anything happened. They were possessed by the ghosts. I gave them a few magic items while I was there. One of the most powerful items I ever gave came from that, and it was never used. Uh, and I was used once to make a potion. Fuck that shit. Uh, it was traded like candy. It pissed me off. Uh, either way, uh, they uh, eventually make it back to their ship. The ghost pops out and scares the captain to death and she dies in her own quarters ages immediately to death and 
parishes on the ship. We have a great Viking funeral for her now. We just t- they tossed her corpse over. It was great. Tossed her ass right over. I hated over. her so much. I made her an asshole of a character. Well, it was also because right before then, someone else had come back. Um, the guy we mm. stabbed multiple times yeah. so, in a room. <laughs> I forgot about that part because it's been a while. A while. Mm-hmm. A while. Um, as one of the bonuses of being a ghost is they have the ability to resurrect, make things cold, make things weird. Their haunting at that point was while people were climbing up on the rigging or doing anything throughout their day, bad things would start happening to them. So I had pulleys break. I had people falling. I had people getting injured just because they were on the ship. That was their first sign. And then the biggest sign I had was one of the... They killed an NPC who happened to be a spy that they found shipwrecked. Uh, They brought him on board, um, tortured him repeatedly. It was very dark. It was just that one guy. It was that one player. Uh, Very dark player. Uh, Tortured him repeatedly, and then while they were down below deck, where they locked him up with kind of a storage shed, essentially down below, he woke up and started fighting. They killed him again, and then threw his body overboard. So yeah, they can make things come back to life, particularly recently dead corpses. Uh, So following all that, one of our players made a 55-year-old orc. It was a very old orc, and um, the average age, I believe, for orcs is 80. Mm-hmm. And um, so, given its lifespan, I rolled three or a three on a d4 when they were struck by the horrifying visage. Uh, they failed the save so poorly, um, they aged and died instantly. And if it wasn't for pity for the fact that it would be hard to introduce... Because they've already met the crew on this oh, ship. Oh, that was in pity. You had total DM guilt. I had horrible DM guilt because she almost started crying. And I felt bad. <laughs> Real bad. Now I don't care. But uh, she she was very sad because it was her second session, I think, at the table. Yeah, we hadn't been playing Very short. But we'd already introduced every character on the ship, so it'd be really hard to introduce another one. So I gave them... 24 hours to get to shore to fix their uh, spell or she would die. Her, her male character, orc, it was an Opa, I believe. Opa, it was an, Opa yeah. Oats. Oats. Uh, the half-orc gentleman who was a barbarian who never raged, so what was his point? Uh, so, uh, yeah, he died of old age almost. They saved him, and that's a whole other story. That character left. A player left. So, uh... Ghosts are fun, particularly if you can pop in and out over and over again. Uh, one thing that really saved the players' asses was the magic circle spell. Oh, gosh, right. Uh, just be aware it takes a minute to cast, and it is very helpful. They must make a charisma save to pass through it, if I recall correctly. It's been a while. Don't quote me on that one. But, uh, yeah, they managed to make it out alive almost. They had to rush to a cleric to have a great restoration cast upon them, which I charged them a hefty fee for. Uh, so... Yeah, ghost. Spooky. Boo. Um, It was really cool because in that we ended up getting the ghost because we ran into the magic circle and I'm pretty sure the ghost was ejected. Yes, the the creature it was occupying or possessing passed through. The ghost was knocked out. Yeah, and then I think I had to choke the ghost to death or something. It was because that's how he died. He was choked. Yep. And so I choked him. They had to choke it them to weird. cause extra damage. That was the thing. The other one had to be stabbed in the heart. It was so weird. And there was a journal that talked about how they died or why the captain was, his crew was revolting against him because he was kind of losing his mind due to the magic item he had. Mutiny! 
Yeah. So mutiny on the ship. All of them had specific ways they died, and none of them paid attention. So not even a little. If you're a player listening to this, listen when your DM talks. We tell you words of wisdom. Sometimes, other times, we're just making dick jokes. It's mostly dick jokes. Um, <laughs> I have used a ghost. Was okay. So I started a campaign on the fly at a local shop. Um, the poor other DM, she had a table of over 10 people. So I started Stupid. a table. Oh, it was, it wasn't her fault, but it was the story. It was fault. a poorly organized event and she had way too many people at her table. So I started a table on the fly and was trying to make up a story and had this small encounter of a ghost and a banshee. And it was an elven banshee because that's what they are. And then a human ghost and they had sort of been murdered by each other's people and like they thought it was the other one and it was complicated back where they never got to finish because I immediately changed my mind and took the story a completely different way. So that story never got resolved, but I did use it and it was fun. Ghosts are nice. Ghosts are great if you want to fill in some plot holes or use a really interesting backstory. And you have what today? Zombies. What's in your head? Um, gosh, not much, because I am so Brains. tired. Um, okay, so... <laughs> we're going to go off on the cranberries. Zombies, zombies, You can't listen to the remake. The remake, well, it is not bad. It is not the cranberries. <laughs> it's this guy with a really deep voice, and they redid it. And I guess Who's it's not, saying it? I don't know. Rock people just keep covering something. Like, why did somebody... It wasn't bad. The Sound of Silence by... No, Mr. it wasn't Oscar. bad. But it's just so different. Anyway, and she... What? <laughs> gosh. Anyway, so zombies. Um, Zombies, I did not know. The original term is from Haitian folklore. Didn't know that. Interesting. Um, And in... Any case, D and D or otherwise, it is a dead body that is reanimated using magic. Modern depictions um, invoke science fiction, um, radiation, poisoning, mental diseases, vectors, pathogens, and scientific accidents, all of which cause zombies to be made. Um, the first recorded use of the word zombie was in 1819. In History of Brazil by Robert Southey. And according to Wikipedia, because they're always reliable, um, a lot of cultures have zombies in their language. West Africa uses two words of, I'm going to butcher it, I'm so sorry, of Nzambi meaning God and Zumbai meaning fetish. Good to know. No. <laughs> My God fetish. My no. God fetish. Um, in Portuguese, it's Nzubi meaning soul. Then later translated as spirit that is supposed to wander the earth to torment the living. So I'm glad we shortened that to zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a spirit meant to wander the earth to torture the living. It's a mouthful. It doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue. Can like you imagine does. if The Walking Dead was called that? Oh, God. God, they would be over by now, that hopefully. Tired ass show. God. Anyway. Um, it reached the U.S. through um, the Magic Island in 1929 by W.B. Seabrook. Um, that would relates to uh, Haitian voodoo magic and cults. Hmm. Now, it also went on to types of zombies. And there's so much discussion on the types of zombies. And there are 
I only wrote down a few because there were too many. And I was like, I'm not getting all into this. There's a whole Wikipedia Just page devoted to it. Like, well, they, and if they, you're screaming, run. One of them is ghouls, which is infected with radiation and brain rot makes them feral. Like Fallout zombies. And I was like, okay, I've never played Fallout, but I'll take your word for it. Don't look at me. I'm waiting <laughs> um, for 76. I will try 76. Don't judge me. No. <laughs> oh. They're the Romeo zombies from George A. Romero. Um, characteristics of generic zombies. The cause is unknown. The bite is full of disease and death causes it to become a zombie. Um, kind of like the walking dead. These zombies are capable of learning and adapting and remembering parts of their past lives. Then there's mm. the voodoo zombies, which, um, kind of relate back to the Haitian sources, uh, brought by, brought by a witch doctor to do a task. They don't eat flesh and they could be cured. So it was more like a spell than an actual someone dying. Um, the runners, which in any film, and I can only think of, um, Zombieland. World War Z. Oh, yeah, World War Z to the running zombies. Terrifying. Cardio, rule number two. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Um, failing at that one. I would be the first one. Oh, God, I know. I'm gone immediately in the zombie apocalypse. It's okay. I've lived a long time. 32 years is enough. (laughs) Goodbye. I've got nothing to offer the world without (laughs) Wi-Fi, so just fucking kill me. I don't want to live without memes. <laughs> um, these are called living infected. They run at a full sprint. Uh, they can overtake humans because they do not get tired. They are easier to kill because you don't have to take out the brain. Usually any sort of mortal wound that you would have that would kill you when you're alive would kill one of these guys. And then there's like walkers, which are sort of, I think, they more relate to the Romero zombies and the stuff standard, like that. Just the standard, very walking dead, very walking dead slow ankle, moving. Um, they make gaspy noises, stuff like that. So, but there's a ton of lore around zombies. Every culture has its um, undead type of folklore and stuff. So it's a lot. Was the Romero one that ate brains, or was that ever mentioned? Yeah, in your notes. Uh, it does not say. Hmm. I wonder where that started. Oh, God, who knows? Anyway. But those voodoo doctors had it right. Like, can you do this task for me? And then you can just disappear. <laughs> I just need you to go to EGB. Zombies are like the original <laughs> me seeks. And if you don't Existence know what EGB is, is, it's a grocery store. <laughs> who wants to South, go to the grocery mainly store? Mainly in Texas. Only in Texas. In parts of Mexico. Yeah. Um, the last name of the owners is Butts. It is. It's Butts. <laughs> it's, either, it's either Henry Edward Butts or Harry Edward Butts. And God, I wish it was Harry. I it's can't not remember. Harry, um, but it's really fun. They're based anyway, in Boston. Shout out to San Antonio. One of the two. Um, the it's uh, San Antonio. No. I just know because I used to work there. Um, now, D&D zombies are more like these Romero zombies. They can be from anything. In the... Um, Monster Manual, you sh- you're shown three different types. You're shown one that's a beholder, one that's an um Yeah, there's an ogre. beholder. Oh, yeah. My producer out. has a shocked look on his face. It is. Um, hand me the book. It's right here. There's one that's a beholder, this one, there's a, an ogre, and there's one that's a humanoid. I will pass you the ancient text. The ancient text of <laughs> not that long ago. <laughs> 2015. 2015. Or 14. 14. A mere five years ago. Almost. Four. It's almost 2019. Um, That's true. Let's see. 
as I flip through pages. Flip, 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 flip. So here's the thing. Because I gave Zach a lot of crap, but I didn't do too much in this one because there were so many different types. There's multiple types, yeah. There's multiple types. It's just so, standard. So Beholder Zombies, if you just want to terrify the crap out of your players, Beholder Zombie, because it still has the eye rays. The eye rays still work. Um, it has Undead Fortitude, which all zombies have. If you're not going to zero hit points, they have to... Um, they must make a con saving throw with a DC of five plus the damage they just took. Um, unless the damage is radiant or from a critical hit. On a success, the zombie drops to one hit point and continues fighting. And the bad thing is, is that continues on every single hit. They have to make that save every single hit until you hit it with radiant damage or a crit. Rolling sets for that. It does. <sighs> Zombies are just, they're not particularly deadly. They're AC. Uh, humanoid zombies, their AC is only eight. They usually only have about 25 hit points. Their speed is only 20. They suck at just about everything except for con saves. Um, they do have dark vision. They can't be poisoned. They're only a quarter challenge raising. So one fourth. So they're not necessarily real resilient or worth a whole lot, but there's a pain in the ass to kill. And if you get hit with the zombie horde, like, I've been hit several times with multiple zombies. It's just a pain to kill them all. Um, an ogre zombie has the same armor class of 8. Hit points boosts up to 85. And its speed is actually 30 feet. Um, again, it's good. It's bad at everything except con saves. Has the undead fortitude. It wields a weapon. Any zombie can wield a weapon, but if it drops it, it will not go after it. They don't have that conscious of mind to pick up a dropped weapon. But if they have one in hand, they will totes use it. Um, Beholder zombies, they are better at things, but their best one is still con. Immune to poisons, dark vision. Um, they're a challenge rating five. So that's a boost. Uh, they have the undead fortitude. They can bite. They have the eye ray. And you can pick from five different things for the eye ray. It's a paralyzing ray, a fear ray. Innervation ray and disintegration ray. Do you pick them or is it a roll? Um, Normally it used to be just a random die roll. It says... It does not say a roll. It says the zombie uses a random magical eye ray, choosing a target that it can see within 60 feet of it. Random. So you, what? how many are there? It's four. Four. Four? You roll it a d4. It doesn't say you have to roll. It says random. Well. That implies probability i don't know it's i don't math know shit. if you really want to be nice about it i suppose two years could. ago i don't remember shit <laughs> like you could be nice and roll for it but if you want to be the dm who destroys <laughs> dpk dpk um you could use disintegration and see what happens um but zombies are so complex there's so many different ways to use them um you can put them in just about anything to add flavor to especially an area that's been cursed or overrun with evil or anything like that zombies can pop up out of nowhere and they can be any race and i really want to fight like a band of halfling zombies oh they're so tiny just nice little ankle biters and have that happen. you have a thing against halflings first was that the mummy two or three mm, i don't know that did what Oh, that was... Which one does Tom Cruise fuck the mummy? That's four. Four. So it had to be two then. I don't remember. 
I wonder I if don't she used remember. her fists. It was full God. <laughs> See I'm never two. going to escape that. Um, <laughs> so zombies are always cool. You just you have to know that it's better in numbers. It's going to be a long encounter, and if no one has radiant damage, you're going to be playing this forever. forever. Um, Unless they do a massive amount of damage that there's no save for. Yeah, they would, ha- or they would have to crit. And that's yeah. essentially your only other out. Um, I did have this stuff written down. Okay. Um, anything can be a zombie. Um, sometimes dark magic saturates an area or there's necromancy involved. Um, when you become a zombie, only the strongest of magic can bring you back and restore life. Um, you are left with your clothes and armor, but no memories. And without orders, they will just wait. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, if some reason they just reanimate and you don't tell them what to do, they'll just kind of stand around and wait for someone to cross their path. Mm-hmm. And then which, they'll just kill it for fun. Which, unlike the Revenant, which we discussed in episode two, they have a mission. and to they, murder. And they won't harm anyone outside their mission unless it's self-defense. Yes. But these guys will just attack you if you come across their path. They're not that mindful of... Who has wronged them? Um, zombies appear the same as it did in life, but with the effects of decay. They could have bones sticking out, skin coming off. Uh, their clothes could be in various states of rotting. They are mindless and will do nothing to reach a foe. Um, or will do anything. I'm sorry. Will do anything they to reach a foe. They won't do nothing. They'll just stand around. They'll do and nothing. Go, They're ah. just going to stand and breathe heavy. Um, if they had lungs. They'll go through any conditions. Um... So they'll go through a bog, they'll go through an ocean, they will go through fire, they will do whatever they have to do to reach their target because they are mindless. They will use a weapon, but as I said before, they will not retrieve it if it's dropped, and they only follow simple orders. I imagine if you made it too complex, they would be like the little scribbles in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends and just start freaking out. That's a reference right there. Oh, it is. I loved that show. Uh, what's their speed? Like standard zombies, like only twenty, it's 20. feet, and it's um, the ogre gets thirty, and the beholder is twenty as well. A slow beholder, that's great. <laughs> Just eerily, like floating, Slow to scooching you. towards you. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretties. Yeah, it's Damn. great. Zombies speed. That's the worst part as a DM for so- something slow. Sucks. Like a gelatinous cube, I think is. 10 to 20 feet as well. It's something slow as well. Oh, it's so slow. And it's like, can you can you move faster without <laughs> dashing so I can kill these guys? So you have to be strategic and probably planning. That sounded like it hurt. It um, <laughs> probably a small room would be the best. You would not want to have these things attack outside. Um, They're not, uh, they don't have issues with light, right? No. Cool. Um, yeah. The one thing that I kind of wish they did is like... No. Is is have like a bite, like a, an infection bite or something. Like you could turn someone else into a zombie. I think that'd be cool. You could do that as a DM. You just have to put a save on. I'm, it. I mean, like if that was part of their actual. Yeah, makeup. I wish it did as well. Where but there's some type of contagion involved with it. The only bad thing about adding stuff is you have to remember it and be consistent. Who has time for that? Nobody. <laughs> Get on it, Wizards of the Coast. We need you to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a... Do you want to kill everyone with the plague page? Maybe. <laughs> I, need a, I need a format for Black Death. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that would be fun. I was wondering if Dragon Heist... Did, oh, that's more... There's the Dragon Heist, which is like political intrigue in... Um, You're saying these words and I don't understand it's them. the newest book. Oh. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. I want to look at it. Uh, so... 
Yeah. Well. Um, um, now I want to. I want to see your drop. I'm. I am not a good artist. You have said that you're not, but I think you're vastly better than me. My people. Well, my poor little zombie from last week looks like a weird T-bone, and this guy. Kind of. <laughs> it was supposed to be more like Slimer, and then I got bored with the teeth. Uh, wow. He is like Slimer, but with SpongeBob's feet. I don't know why. He lost all of his facial features. Oh, my God. And I it, can't draw. It's not. <laughs> it looks like a weird popsicle. Like, you <laughs> with know, two sticks. Well, like you, the ones you used to break? Well, no. You're I, supposed to share. I it never It looks shared. like the ones you get from the ice cream man that have the gumball eyes. <laughs> And they're and always pointing the wrong direction. And they're always <laughs> misformed and weird, and they look like they've been possessed by this thing Slimer, here. Kind of. Oh gosh, that is it scary. Looks nothing I like would it. not give this kid candy. I would <laughs> three hundred kick this kid off my porch. <laughs> be like, not today. That's so great. Yes, yours. <laughs> It's essentially the same body style where all of your characters look like you just gave them me body shapes because like me's on Nintendo just have balls for hands <laughs> and they just somehow manage to hold shit. Hands are hard to draw. I can't draw hands. I don't know how people draw hands. Professionals draw hands. And then it looks like you put a strip of bacon for its lips. <laughs> Doesn't that look like It was it? supposed to be like. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's like the sound of bacon rattles. sizzling. <laughs> I make my bacon so I wouldn't know. Yep. And then it, you gave it a really fancy belt, and I appreciate that. Like, that's the only thing it has is a belt. He was buried. He was buried in his <laughs> finest belt, and that was it. It's like... And he yeah. has a speech bubble. That's yeah, it. it says, I'm dead, but alive. He's a zombie. He's a zombie. He is a zombie. He's okay. undead. Uh, so we have a bunch of um, media, media stuff things. to tell you about. I don't remember all of it, but we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have we're available on like all the podcasting podcatchers, which we learned is a word. Oh my god, is that that really is a word? You weren't just bullshitting me. I okay, fuck with <laughs> yeah. So our Twitter is sweet t and d n d d n as in the letter n and d. Our Instagram is the same. Our email is the same at gmail.com. Gmail. And we don't have a website yet, so we may never have one. Life's Um, a mystery. If you have a good homebrew that... Well, there you go. If you have a good homebrewed monster that you want to share with us and have us talk about... Or have a question as a player or a DM. Yeah. Um, We're not the best, but we'll answer it. Man, I would love some fan art. If you guys can draw some of this stuff and send it, I live for that stuff. We will totally share you like wildfire. Um, Like wildfire? Yes. Like a zombie contagion. (laughs) Um, Spreading across the world. But yeah. Totally holler at us at one of our uh, social media outlets. So uh, our music would be uh, selected from uh, Incompetech or uh, Kevin McLeod. Uh, he has a great source of open source music or royalty free music if you're interested in that. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.